Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us conclude the first parak of Mishnayos Meiser Sheni with Mishnah Zayin and move on to Parak Bey's Mishnah Aleph. Ein lokum avodim ushvachos vikarkos ubehema tamei bidmei Meiser Sheni. And this would all be obvious based on the principles we said in the previous Mishnayos that if you can only buy things that come from the ground, you can only buy things that are edible, as an edible both because they're edible for human consumption or for Jewish consumption, i.e. kosher, and things that can re- re- reach Yerushalayim, so then, slaves, land, non-kosher animals, all those should not be purchased with Meiser Shani. And what if someone goes ahead and purchases these items? And I'll add the caveat, unlike in the previous cases where you purchase a forbidden item where we say the sale is null and void, here you purchase it and then the guy disappears. The seller leaves your shalim, you can't find him. So the person who bought, the, the buyer, the buyer of, who now has his Meiser, quote-unquote Meiser Shani, uh, illicit items, he has to separate money that's of equal value and use that to buy Meister Shani. So it's basically he's being penalized. Now that we've discussed that, we're going to mention something else, and that is as follows. We know you're allowed to purchase food, but you're not allowed to purchase, and you're allowed to purchase uh, voluntary carbonos, shlomim, but you can't purchase carbonos that you have an obligation to bring. At certain times during the year, at certain t- things happen to you, as we'll see in a, in a minute, that you engender an obligation to bring a carbon. One is not allowed to bring those from Meister Shani. The r- simple reason is because the halacha is that anything that one is obligated to bring can only come from chulin. And Meister Shani is not considered chulin for that matter. So therefore, any bikini is of him. Someone who's a zav has to bring two birds at the end of the process. Bikini zavos, someone who's a, a woman who's a zava has to bring two birds as well. Bikini alidas, a woman who gives birth has to bring two, two uh, birds as well there. The chatas offering, the asham offering, all those who Meister Shani, you can't use Meister Shani to purchase them. If you do so, then you have to eat the equivalent amount, amount you have to separate the equivalent amount of equal value as Meister Shani can negate that and spend that on Meister Shani. Here is the rule to sum it all up. Anything that's, that cannot be eaten, drunk, or rubbed onto one's skin, as we know, so then if you go ahead and you do purchase that, so you have to eat connect, you have to separate money connect on, separate money, separate that equivalent in money, and then use that to purchase Meiser Shani. Mishnah, Perak Bey's Mishnah Aleph. Meiser Shani, Nitin Lachila, Lashtil Lasicha. Our Mishnah, our Perak is now going to transition to talk about how exactly and what exactly do you uh, spend the money on when you are in Yerushalayim. Now that you've been poted the money, you've redeemed your Meiser Shani onto coins, you've gotten to Yerushalayim, you've entered Yerushalayim, what do you spend the money on? Only on things that are for eating, for drinking, or for anointing oneself. And has to be things that are normal to eat. That includes, by the way, if you have something, let's say you, you, you purchase something that's no longer edible because it, uh, you purchase, let's say you have a fine, nice pomegranate, but then it rots, so you're not forced to eat it because it's no longer edible. And something that's normally rubbed on one's skin. And therefore, you can't purchase wine and vinegar and then take that wine and vinegar and rub yourself with it. Although my son rubbed ketchup all over his arms yesterday. It was very disgusting. That's not normal. I let him know that. Um, so you can't rub wine and vinegar onto your skin, and therefore, it's Meister Shani. Since it's not normally done, you're not allowed to do so. And only oil. This we actually saw when we came up with the Truma. You're not allowed to use perfume the oils of Meister Shani. And the reason for that is because you're going to soak spices. How do you perfume it? perfume it? You soak spices in the oil. Then the spices are discarded. However, when the spices are in the oil, while they give off 
a nice aroma and flavor to the oil, they also take in and absorb some of the oil. And then when you discard the spices, you're discarding some of the Maishashenim with it, which is, no, which is not good. We don't want to discard the Maishashenim, let it go to waste. You can't buy spiced oil with Maizashen. The reason for that is because it's, 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 it's extravagant. It's, it's opulent. It's something that's not normally done. Only the wealthy people do it, and therefore we, you can't do things that only a few people are going to do. We do things what the average person is going to do. But you're allowed to add spices to the Maizashen wine, even though those spices are going to absorb some of the, fla- some of the wine when they give up the flavor, the way the wine is, they, one drinks the wine is they drink it with the spices, so it's not a problem because nothing's going to go to waste. Next part of the mission is going to talk about what happens. When you have a mixture where you have, and this is very makes a lot of sense. Let's say you have uh, two items. You have honey worth, um, uh, uh, you have honey, regular or good old honey, and you have wine. And the honey's worth a dollar, the wine's worth a dollar, and when you combine them, it's not worth three dollars. Rather, now the honey wine is worth four dollars. So how do you how do you figure out what exactly is the proportion of meiser and the and the honey? How do you figure that out? So it's very simple. It says our mission. Let's see. You have some sort of meiser shiny wine that honey or spices fall in and cause the entire mixture to go up, not just to go up because you have wine and honey in it, not because it's a new dish. So the added value is calculated by proportion. Again, it makes a lot of sense. If you cook maizashini with leeks, so too, again, it causes the value to go up more than just the, the uh, amount of the leeks, but actually because now it's a fish, a fish dish of leeks. Again, you do it according to the proportion. However, if you have a, a, a dough of maizashini, the entire dough is made of maizashini, and you cook it, the extra value is all added to the maizashini. What does that mean? You might say, well, part of the process of making bread is you have firewood, and that firewood, which is hulin, is now influencing, and it's not influencing is the wrong word to use, it's uh, adding value to the bread because it's allowing this dough to become bread. And the answer is no. We disregard the value of the hulin in this sense, and we say we only calculate this whole thing as maizashini. Zach, well, if the fact that it went up in value is recognizable as i can clearly look at it and say oh look not only do i see fish but i see leeks on top of it then the added value is calculated by the proportion but the added value is not recognizable as in it's comes it's 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 the uh fire that made it that made the, that it, it gave with the added value the extra value is added to the meister that is best concludes our mission i wish you all a wonderful day